0: Hi, welcome to Between the Cakes. I'm your host, Dean Noble. You're listening to Episode One, the Intro. Today, we're going to get to know me and how I've come to know what I know about beer and what has led me down this path, and how I started podcasting about it. Quick disclaimer: there may be swearing. It just depends. I'm D. I'm 28, and I really enjoy beer. I have done since I was legally allowed to drink beer, so since I was 18. I grew up with my dad drinking beer, mostly Spates and a few others. But when I turned 18, I started drinking Spates and Coronas. I had Monteith's Radler with my friends. It was pretty delicious. Like, I really enjoyed that. I developed a big taste for Tui and Double Brown when I was 18, 19, 20. And I drank mostly those in those, like, three years three and a half years and like when we'd go out and be fancy we'd have like max beer and that was just like the extent of like I guess at the time in New Zealand the macro craft beer and like I refused to drink wine I refused to drink spirits I was like they're for girls I'm a tomboy whatever and while I was writing all of these notes for this I I had this memory of just before I moved over here we're having a house party and my friend's Went, I sent them to go and buy the alcohol and they came home with CC and dries. And I got real fucking shitty at them. Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, I don't drink that stuff. And yeah, I got real shitty and I just was like, I'm not going to drink. And I went and bought my own beer and I just drank my own beer. Like, whatever. It was, yes, I was just a bit of a brat. So yeah, that's, I bloody love a good two ease. Kind of spates, especially like me and dad definitely can get into some spates every now and then, which is nice. When I moved to Australia in 2011, my first beer, dad, mum was driving us home. They, they came to pick me up from the airport and we had stayed the night in St Kilda and we were driving back to Camberdown, where they lived at the time. And Dad took me to the drive through bottle shop, which was a big thing. <laughs> and we got some James Bogues and me and dad drank them in the car while mum drove. And that was my first Australian beer. They were always in the fridge at home. And I moved into Melbourne a couple months later. And I lived in a hostel and the bar downstairs pretty much was like Carlton and Carlton and Carlton and VB. And I drank Carlton for the majority of my time there. And... Yeah, I frothed a carton, really, like an icy cold carton on a hot day. That's just all I wanted. All I wanted was a icy cold carton. And that's what when my friends drank. That's what we drink when we go to the beach. I'd drink the occasional cider as well. That was that was always delicious. It wasn't until I moved ended up moving house. Like I spent a bit of time in Brisbane and I would drink like four X gold. That was delicious. Like so after a ten hour shift washing dishes in the mines. We'd finish at like 10 a.m. and we would go up and we would go have a beer in the sun and I would have a 4X Gold and it was just exquisite. Icy cold, stubby holder, you've got your jandals on and whatever comfy clothes and you're sitting out on the table with all your workmates sharing a beer, talking about how shit service was and how many bloody dishes there was or that rude tradie that always was a huge dick to everybody for no reason. We'd just have these conversations and then we'd laugh, might play some cards. And by the time we knew it, we'd had like three or four beers. We'd go to bed and we'd go back and do it again every day at midnight. And it was, it was a weird time. I did drink a lot, but that's okay. I moved back to Melbourne and I think I moved to to Brunswick when I moved back to Melbourne and Blackhearts and Sparrows just moved; had opened up on Ligon Street and I also started to go to the Alhaz project on Ligon Street as well. They were spitting distance, but um, next to each other and I was two minutes from each. Perfect. Wonderful little location, like a nice backyard to drink the beers in. And I started learning about all these different styles of beer. Like, what the fuck is a pale ale? What do you mean? Like, what is a Pacific ale? Like, fat yak and... Cooper's Green and Little Creatures, like, I was drinking all of these different beers that weren't, they just weren't, like, what I would normally go for, like, they weren't quote-unquote Bogan beers, they weren't shit, I was like, oh, beer can taste different, that's great, uh, yeah, oh. So I had like little creatures, the pale ale and the bright ale was like what I generally went for, depending on who I was with. Like we'd get like a Cooper's pale slab and we'd sit in the yard and drink that or we'd just go and have whatever pale was on tap at Alehouse. House. The staff at Black Arts and Sparrows on Ligon Street, they were bloody phenomenal. I'm always like I always used to go in there. I just finished work. I'd been around children all day and all I wanted was a beer. So I would walk in and I'd either grab a six pack of little creatures, six pack of stone and wood, and just go home and drink that. But then one day I was like, there's so many other beers in here. Maybe I should try a couple of others. And the staff, I can't remember. Like it was either there was like always a good mix of guys and girls and they all knew their shit. And... Just always a great help, always up for a chat. And we would just have a chin wag and choose some beers. And it was great. Like, I'd probably get, like, one or two and a six-pack. And we'd sit and I'd drink them. And I'm like, I don't know if I like this. This is a bit weird. Like, I don't know what flavors I'm I'm tasting. Like, it's just strange. And it was, like, the summer that Stone and Wood was, like, it actually was, like, oh, my goodness, Stone and Wood is craft. Like, that's fancy beer. It's fruity and it's orange and it's not... It's not a draft. It doesn't taste like shit. And one summer, like every day after work, I'd go and buy the two pints of stone and wood for $10. And we'd have these bottles of stone and wood just in the recycling, in the recycling, emptying it all the time. And these slabs of stone and wood are just laying around the house. It was just a weird, yeah, just trying all of these beers. Like somewhere in cans, somewhere in bottles. I had to buy a bottle opener because I can't open bottles with a lighter. Five years on, I still can't. And there was a summer where sours and Berliner Weiss started to be a thing as well, which it was definitely interesting because there was like really delicious ones. There was some weird ones. And like, what do you drink when you don't know what a sour is? You don't know what a Berliner Weiss is. And the very first sour I had was like this blackcurrant sour and it tasted like rabina that had been put through a soda stream so obviously incredibly sophisticated and delicious there was a lot of complexity to it that my cartoon draft little creatures palette wasn't refined to and then i was like oh this is this is weird this is a little bit weird then we had a miss pinky from boat rockers and what a beer that tastes like raspberries how do you even get that like it's pretty strange it's pretty interesting I do enjoy that idea of it and I just would go like when I went to Ale House I'd go and be like hey can I try that one I want to see if I like it and I'm like oh no that's a bit gross I don't want that like Alex and Shane were always so patient with me and my indecisiveness which is still a thing like I'm so indecisive with everything, like what beers I'm going to drink, what food I'm going to eat, where do we want to go eat, what movie are we going to watch, what TV show are we going to watch. I'm just an indecisive wench. Like I started going to the bottle shop and like choosing my own beers and I'd get like a lager or a pilsner or I'd get an IPA and, or a Berliner Weiss, but I didn't fuck with stouts back then either. Like I was like, I don't think I want a stout. Definitely do now that I have, like, more of a palate to understand what's going on with them, but I do prefer a sweet stout or something that's been barrel-aged. Like, it's ridiculous how delicious stouts can be and how different they are as well to, like, your hazy IPAs, which I'm drinking. I'm drinking one now and it's Oh, so good. So I just mentioned before how shit it is taking, like, how indecisive i am and how shit it might be to go to the bottle shop with me so i took my cousins i went to new zealand in september went to Rotorua, and my cousins drove me to the bottle shop and i spent probably 15 minutes choosing three beers and my cousin announced to everyone when we got back don't take d to the bottle shop she takes too long because i went down and i came back with three and like i ponder i just don't know what i feel like sometimes like I know whatever I get, I'll enjoy. It's just so overwhelming. There's so many colors. There's so many different brands. And are they independent? Are they are they big dogs? Like, what do you do? You have to actually look at what you're buying. You can't just choose a beer these days because, like, you just don't know. Like, What if it's going to be really shit as well? What if you know, like, what you want and it's not what you want? And it's really difficult to make these decisions sometimes. So I like, I don't buy six packs anymore. Like I used to get a six pack and a couple of beers and that was my beers chosen. And I really, really get a six pack. Like I'll go and choose six different beers or four different beers and I'll just drink them and whatever. It's fine and it's delicious and it's all good, but I'm a right pain in the dick to go beer shopping with FYI and (laughs) Ange can tell you that, my cousins can tell you that, Aaron can tell you that. Anyone who's come into a bottle shop with me can tell you how much of a pain in the dick I am to go shopping with. But I do always end up with some pretty delicious beers after I've spent my time mulling over them. So I started this beer Instagram, and it was a huge joke because I was a bit drunk with some friends. Like I have a photo of the night we just started it, and in one hand I have a whiskey and I have a prosecco in the other. And I can't even remember the name of how the first name of it, but I changed it a few few weeks later to Dry Hop D, which is where you would probably see the photos and stuff on of my beers and the reviews I write about them. And, like, it was only because that was the only beer word I could find that started with D and was interesting because, like, at the time, like, a big thing to have on cans was dry hopped with mosaic dry hopped with galaxy like yeah so I just changed it to that and everything has worked out pretty fine so far yeah and it was the only thing that went with D so like I've over the last 18 months since I've started the account I've just kind of learnt I've taught myself I've I have spent time researching and trying to figure out why beer tastes the way it does. Like what happens with the yeast? What happens when you put hops in? What happens if you like, how do you do this? How do you get that flavor with the beer? What, what flavors do certain hops impart into the beer? And it's all really interesting. Like I find it really interesting to read about and talk about and it's, like I find it super nerdy and interesting and I love it, but then it's also probably not as interesting for other people who don't really enjoy beer on that level. Like there's a huge craft beer community in Melbourne where you've got some craft beer wankers who and people that are absolute dicks. And then you've got people who are just lovely, really like a beer, really like a chat, all briefly talk to you about whatever beer they're drinking if you ask them but they're not going to be like oh you should definitely drink this it's nine percent it's got undertones of mango and passion fruit and tropical fruits and all this bullshit like they're like oh it's pretty nice here have a taste like cool yeah it is pretty good i might have that one next and everyone is like there's small pockets of community where they're all really nice and all really lovely and they're just inclusive and it's not it's there's no pressure to even like beer which is a big thing for some people like i don't want to pressure other people into drinking beer that they don't, like if they want to drink a cider yeah sure go there's like heaps of different ciders you can get if you want to drink a gin oh i'll probably join you on a gin like I'm really lucky to have found such a, a great little community of awesome people who just like to drink beer they're like-minded they're kind and it's that's the most important thing is like don't be a cunt just be kind and it's not hard to be kind and it's not hard to not not hard to not be a cunt like just don't be a dick it's that simple so yeah that's pretty much what I do or how I like beer Thanks to those who sent in questions, they all pretty much were the same thing, and I hope I explained it good. So Bob from Craft Beer Down Under, Aaron, Old better Beer Dude, and Ange, like how did you get into beer? Where did the love of beer come from, and how did the beer journey start? Like that's pretty much it, really. Like I'm trying my hardest to not be a dick, and I'm trying my hardest to just enjoy the beers, but it's sometimes it can be a real pain in my ass. Like if you're, tr- when you're taking these photos and you're posting them, you have to sort of spend that time on, on the Instagram post. Like I don't often do it straight away. If I do, then it's a pretty, I must've had a really good day to have done it within a couple of minutes of opening the beer, taking the photo, writing some tasting notes. And that's what I do with most beers. And sometimes I just sit and I drink it and it's, delicious because like you want to see the head stay in the glass and you want to watch it like yeah you don't want it to disappear before you even like get a drink of it like I'm working on expanding my palate and getting into some saisons and all of that delicious stuff like saisons are pretty delicious they're refreshing and it's nice like I've got a couple of saisons in the fridge that I might get into later on yeah so while I've been talking to you I've actually been drinking a beer from Deeds Brewing from out of Glen Iris. So I've got the double juice train and I am loving it so much. It's very juicy. Like I've just been sipping on it and I don't want this can to end. It's it's like a 440 ml can. It's a pretty big. It's 9% and it's just hoppy. In the best way possible. So it's been hopped with Amarillo, Simcoe, Citra and Galaxy. So you, you're getting quite a lot of pineapple out of that. It's like thick and it's mangoey and it's got that citrus, bit of citrus thrown in there and it's just smooth and thick. And, oh, it's just great. Like what more could you want in like a nice hazy boy? It's pretty good. And Deeds, fuck, like recently they've been doing some or the last six months, they've been doing some amazing, amazing beers, and they're definitely a, bit a brewery to look out for. And if you see a one, grab it. If you see it on tap, get a pint because you're not going to want a pot. If you get a pot, you're going to be like, "Fuck, I should have got a pint." Like their draft was not your usual dad beer. It was crisp, it was dry, and it went down an absolute treat. Like there's no doubt about it, that draft was. It was just really good. So I've had a couple of others. I haven't had too many because beer and money. Beer is just very fucking expensive. So the collab they did with Froth Bear Mag, the Resting Witch Face Porter, it was tame and it was spicy and it was just everything you could want out of a porter. It was pretty good. The collab with Carwin Sellers, The Traveller, was It was juicy and it was tropical. It was big as well. I haven't had too many of the other, I haven't had many of the other hazies they've done, but all of the reviews that I've seen and read have made my mouth water. So I've got my eyes on the last release of 2019, the Fiscal Damage Triple IPA. So it's been hopped with 50 grams of hops per litre. And it's got nine, it's nine and a half percent for 40 mil can. They've got a couple of good hops in there and I can't wait to get it and I will drink it and it will be delicious. I'll probably get two and I'll save one for like a couple of weeks because trying new beers as soon as they've come out versus like three weeks later, sometimes a month gives that time to mature in the can and it just changes the flavor. And it's ridiculous what sometimes two weeks in a can can do compared to, when it first comes out changes the flavor and it can sometimes make it makes it more smooth and you get more intensity of different of the hops that they've used in it which is great yeah so Deeds quite Deeds Brewing get on them and grab their beers and drink them enjoy them support your local breweries as well like something you you should do I just can't like oh yes I can't speak any higher of deeds and what they've been doing lately with their hazy program this also concludes the intro episode like about d of for between the kegs thank you for listening if you listened all of the way thanks if you have any questions for me you can message me i will message you back within a timely manner yes and thanks for listening and tune in for my next episode bye